0: Thank you to Prism CBD for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. With CBD, quality is everything. Prism CBD uses only organically grown hemp from farms in the U.S., is non-GMO, and is never made with animal products. All of their products undergo third-party lab tests for purity and potency, and the results are available to view by scanning the QR code on the product label and entering the unique batch number for your CBD product. From oils and topicals to gummies and pet products, Prism CBD has you covered. To learn more about the benefits of CBD and shop your favorites, visit www.prismcbd.com. Orders over $75 always earn you free shipping, and you can snag 20% off your first order with code LSS20 at checkout. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Rogan Reasoned. I am your host, Laura swan Siegman, and I am so glad that you're still here because, well, statistically speaking, I should have lost you by now. Actually, that is meant as sarcastically as possible because in truth, I hate statistics. And not just because my statistics class was the thorn in my side during my master's program, which prevented me from keeping my 4.0 during my very last semester. I ended up with a B. I know, I know, poor me. But because I think they are overused, over-relied upon, and detrimental to our human spirit, our goals, and our dreams. So in this episode, I wanna expand on why I think that is, share some of my personal stories with you about how good old stats have affected me and teach you how to work past those mathematical boundaries that the world might place on you and your potential success. You are not a number. You are not a mold that someone can shape or predict. You're a person and you can have whatever the hell you want. Now, before any math nerds out there get offended, stats can be useful in pure data situations. Maybe in the lab, maybe with money, and probably with profiling serial killers. Any other true crime junkies out there like me. But here's the thing. Stats are meant for numbers. Now, Descriptive statistics are used to create meaningful descriptions and summarizations of a sample, while inferential statistics are techniques that allow us to create generalizations or draw conclusions about a large group based on a small sample. And don't worry, I did not remember that from my college days. I looked that up. Okay, so that is super technical sounding, and I won't exhaust you with that any further but I wanted you to catch something. Statistics are used to make summaries, generalizations, and assumptions about samples. People are not cookie cutter. They're not just this small sample. The beautiful thing about life is that we have this amazing ability to create whatever story we want out of it. Maybe our story Started off on the wrong foot when we were younger and had less control, but regardless if it started out tough or amazing, we get to choose how we respond, pivot, and take control of the rest of it. So when you start grouping free thinking humans and slapping a statistic on them, you're diminishing their ability to choose. You're telling them that regardless of how hard they work or what choices they make, they are going to end up most likely a certain way. That fucking sucks. See, we were born with pure wonder, opportunity, zero bias, and we had a clean slate. And along the way, people and experiences shaped us to believe that things were good, bad, achievable, unachievable, all of that. So for example, as a child, you might have loved to dance. You felt it. One day while you were at the grocery store with a parent, you felt the music. You danced right there in aisle five among the Animal Crackers. You might have even believed they were about to break out of their boxes and become your backup dancers when, bam, mom, dad, or whoever told you to stop because you were embarrassing them. So then you stopped dancing. You became shy about dancing in front of people. And as an adult, you now tell people you have two left feet and quote unquote, can't dance all because someone told you it was bad or embarrassing. And they might not have meant it maliciously, but they said it, and it happened to you. So maybe you can remember a situation or two in your life where you once liked something, but changed your viewpoint on it when someone of influence to you spoke negatively about it. Likely, you don't remember most of these moments, but the point is, throughout your life, someone told you you couldn't. when. I was in my early teens. My parents filed for divorce. And now I'm personally unaware of anyone in my life that had an easy experience with their parents getting divorced. I'm sure if you're super young or things are super amicable, it might not be that bad. But for me, it sucked. And while it was happening, which was quite the period of time, I paid attention to what I didn't want to do in my future relationships and committed myself to not making the same mistakes my parents did. I was going to do better. I was going to make different choices. My relationships would work. Well, apparently, one of my exes thought that forward thinking was all for nothing because one time while discussing if marriage was on the table for us, He literally told me that I was, quote unquote, risky to marry because I came from a divorced family and statistically, use that word, my marriage would also end in divorce. I think he threw out a range of like 50 to 70% chance. And honestly, I don't remember the exact number because I saw red after that. I was so angry and hurt how dare he take everything I try to make positive and learn from my parents' situation and tell me it wouldn't matter because it it was what it was. That all the effort I had made in the relationship up until that point wouldn't get us anywhere. And don't worry, I told him to go to hell for that one. And honestly, I think that's where our relationship really took a dive, as it should have. And I've heard all of the business Statistics too: that it takes, on average, three to five years for a business to become successful, and that at least 20 percent of businesses fail on their first year, or that you need to start out with a small business loan, or you'll experience at least seven business failures before you finally have a successful one. I could go on and on and on. It is exhausting seems like whatever direction we start heading, there's some Karen or Kyle in the corner that pipes up about why it probably won't work out for us or why we might encounter some type of crappy situation soon. If I had listened to all the naysayers since I left my last job working for someone else five years ago, I definitely would have given up by this point but I didn't. Everyone can go F themselves. I choose. I get to decide how hard I work, what I can have, and when I can have it. The business and career that I've built for myself is definitely not typical and definitely not linear. I didn't always have a plan, but I did and still do take advantage of every opportunity I've had along the way. I followed my intuition and use the skills I've developed over my years to pivot when I need to. I pity the person who has to write my obituary one day. It'll read former high school t-shirt screen printer, former corporate wellness coordinator, former law enforcement officer, realtor, photographer, blogger, website designer, social media manager, branding coach, podcast er, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, died on. I, their use of commas better be on point and their middle finger ready to type that key because I plan to add even more to that list. And for a time, and sometimes still now, I felt uncomfortable and awkward when I was at a, a wedding or an event or some other situation where people ask each other the generic question, so what do you do? I would try to generalize as much as possible or name one of the things I did, like maybe I was just going to be a realtor that day and change the subject back to them as quickly as possible. Because the few times I try to describe all my talents and business ventures, I got a worse confused resting bitch face than the one I see in the mirror every morning when I wash my face. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by MB Designs Apparel. If you have a higher than normal level of sass like myself, then you should be sporting that tune with one of MB Designs Apparel's witty tees. Whether you're dressing for the gym or drinks with friends, you can count on fun, quality styles from MB Designs Apparel. Visit www.mbdesignsapparel.com and use code ROGUE15 for 15% off your order. You can also follow along on Instagram at mbdesignsapparel. Honestly, I don't really have an answer for why statistics are placed on people's potential. I'm not quite sure when people decided they needed to start telling others they couldn't do something or that it was pointless for them to try. I mean, it's a form of control in a way. So maybe it's just the mere need to control others, keep them below you, and fuel the ego. There's obviously some deeper psychological reasoning to some of that, but all I know is sounds pretty stupid to me. Or perhaps it's a security blanket. If we can predict everything and everyone, life is more manageable, right? And to tell you the truth, I don't know why I don't like statistics because my list-loving type A self loves control and loves to see what is up ahead. But ultimately, I know my life won't work that way and we have to roll with the punches. So while statistics might be useful for some things, we don't need to apply them to people, their lives, their ability to choose. Their ability to dream, their ability to achieve. I personally feel it's doing harm, not good. It's not guiding them in the right direction. It's limiting their potential. So at this point, are you realizing some of the things you've been told along the way that have affected your viewpoints and decisions? Things that affect your self confidence and your beliefs about what you can have? Listen you can have it all. You can. And here is what I want you to do. Start by taking a few minutes or a few hours or a few days, depending on how effed up you think you are, and try to, keyword, identify at least three limiting beliefs you have about yourself, your capabilities, your career, whatever. Write them down try to pick out what made those a thing for you. Was it your siblings? A bad trip on acid? A TV show? What? Now, I don't want you to blame those people, experiences, or things. You are better than that. You have control of your responses. I just want you to have a frame of mind in which they might have been said, and maybe you realize you took too much to heart. Or if they were meant maliciously that you shouldn't put as much weight in them because they were only meant to hurt you they weren't true statements of your abilities or worth they were weapons next i want you to believe something listen carefully you are not a mere measure of data you're not a set of numbers that can be plugged into an equation charted and compared You are your own unique being and you have the ability to make your life whatever it is you want. Then I want you to take those minimum three things you identified and with your new mindset, change your beliefs about them. If you didn't finish high school and because of it, don't think you can get a six-figure job, know that with hard work and your own creative thinking, you'll figure it out. If you've been told that your business is A pipe dream and is a waste of time. That if you really want it, you can come up with a strategy to make it happen. It might be hard. You'll probably experience some failures along the way, but if you want it, you can have it. You might be in a relationship, unhappy, but think this is the best you can do. Nope. If that even crosses your mind, you can do better. When you have it, You will know. You'll never doubt it or be made to feel otherwise. And last, I want you to act. Take responsibility for your future. Take charge of your decisions. Change direction if you need to. And stop apologizing for it for the love of God. Like, stop apologizing for it. If I relied on all the statistics that I probably fit into based on my life experiences, I would absolutely be somewhere different. I've had a mix of both privileges and hardships. And the reason I believe I am where I am is not because of my circumstances, but because of the choices I have made along the way. I own it. There will always be statistics about people, but they don't have to apply to you. They only apply to you if you decide to be a part of that sample. So statistically, Nothing. So listen, if you are willing to share one of your limiting beliefs and how you're changing it, I would love for you to tag at Rogue Reasoned Podcast on social media with the hashtag "Redefining Reckless." I want to hear what you're doing to adjust your mindset and take control of your story, And your examples will help other people do the same. We are building a community over here, a community of badass, free thinking people that are capable of creating and doing whatever they want. Thank you for taking the time out of your day again to chat with me. Really, I cannot wait to talk to you again next week about all things life, business, and badassery. If you had a couple seconds at the end of this podcast to give it a positive five star rating and review, or tap subscribe, that would be so, so appreciated. But I will for sure talk to you next week. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.